Hello, hello, hello. This is Gerald Salenti, and it's Trends This Week. Yep, Trends This Week. And what Gary Knoll just said about supporting Progressive Radio Network, put your money where your heart is, because we are being censored, blacklisted, condemned, wiped out. And we need to keep the movement alive. And the true meaning of progressive and progressive radio network is that. It's not selling an agenda. People putting out facts. And that's what progressive used to be. And so do what you can to support this. So, I'm going to start off on the uh, markets. The markets keep going up because money's still cheap. End of story, period, paragraph. Merger and acquisition activity in 2021 was the highest on record. Highest. They're getting the money for nothing. And with inflation going up and borrowing money, they're making money. Because the value is, of keeps going down as inflation keeps going up of the dollar. So the billionaires got $1 trillion richer this past year. Isn't that wonderful? Let's hear it for the billionaires who give back nothing, nothing. Oh, I forgot they do drugs, you know, the drug dealers. Uh, what's his name? Gates. And they, they give back peanuts compared to what um, what they're making. There was a guy named, uh, what is it, Carnegie or one of those guys, one of built the library system, public library system. And what do we have now? U.S. billionaires grew their wealth just in the U.S., by $340 billion. Bezos is worth $195 billion. <laughs> Gates, $140 billion. Larry Page from Google, $130 billion. Zuckerberg, Hundred and twenty eight billion. They give back chump change. Could you imagine if a billionaire here's a hundred million dollars? It doesn't mean anything to me. I want to get this progressive radio network to be the real news. Oh yeah. You'd wipe out the foxes, the Murdochs. The NBC gang, ABC, all but crap, ABC, CNN, Cartoon News Network. Imagine if the billionaires put money up. So going back to the markets, the billionaires are getting richer. Everybody else is getting poorer. Once upon a time, when I was a young guy, a long time ago, they had a thing called interest rates. 
Oh, they even had things called certificates of deposit. That's right. You put your money in the bank and you get interest on it. And then you retire. <laughs> no more. You put your money in the bank, you get nothing. And they got your money and then they loan it out and they make money on you. Okay? That's where we're at. So, they're getting the money for free, and that's what's keeping the equity markets up. Even when they raise interest rates, what they're raising them, it's minimal. Because you have an inflation rate of 6.8%. That's the official rate, which is official bunch of crap. Official rate, official bunch of crap. Because... Slime balls, low lives, murderers, freaks like Bill Clinton and a bunch of the others, they rigged the inflation numbers. So housing, 19% increase in the cost of a home in a year. That's not included in the inflation rate. That's not inflation. No, 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 no. You, you own a home, and so it's not inflationary. Oh, what if I want to buy one? Now, it doesn't mean anything. We're changing it. Oh, the prices of meat that gone up? No, it didn't. Yeah, steak and it went up, but more people are eating ground beef now, so we lower the value. Now, I'm not making this up. They're making it up. And they're doing it for two reasons. The big number one reason is so the bigs can keep buying up everything and keep juicing the markets and keep making money. Merger and acquisition activity, like I said, was at an all-time high. So, too, is stock buybacks. Meanwhile, we can't put our money anywhere other than invest with them to keep the gambling casinos going. Can't put it in the bank and get interest rates on it. So, the real inflation rate is about 15% according to shadow stats. And I trust them. John Williams. So now going back to cheap money, not getting, and why markets are going up. Even when interest rates go up, your inflation rate is so high, you have negative interest rates. And the only reason the dollar is strong is because the other currencies are so weak. So that's where we're at with this. And the other thing to watch is oil prices. You know, a couple of weeks ago, you know, oil, in 2021, Brent crude hit $87 a barrel. It was up like 50% over the year. And then it backed off in November, December, it went as low as $69 a barrel. So it was down about 17 bucks, right? You know where Brent crude is now? $81.50. $81.50. It was down 10 bucks. It's up 10 bucks in just about two weeks. So what does all this mean? It means more inflation. 
But they don't care about that. They're going to keep money cheap. This inflation is also, you're looking at what just happened a few days ago. The numbers came out, I think it was yesterday, where the job, you know, like, like something like 4.5 million people quit their jobs. And what that means also is that unionization is going to get much stronger. It's supply and demand. And you're seeing it happen more and more. More people are quitting their jobs because the jobs they have stink. Again, you're looking at the price of a home for over $350,000. Average. Average price. Apartments. The bigs. The Blackstones. The big private equity groups, hedge funds, buying up homes, renting them out, making a ton of dough because people can't afford to buy them. And that's where we're at. So, when interest rates go up, the housing market's going to go down. But it's not going to crash. The crash that should have happened, that already is, is commercial real estate. Office occupancy rates in the United States are at about 40%. New York is about 30%, 32%. So all the businesses that depend on commuters, they ain't doing business. Hospitality sector, dead. A thing that they used to call trade shows and conventions. Finito. Gone. One cancellation after another. All the restaurants, all the businesses that depend on it, hospitality. So the commercial real estate sector should be taking a big hit. And they're freaking everybody out. I mean, up in New, in New York, I mean, people are all masked up, walking up and down the streets, nobody around up here in Kingston. It's a joke. Not a soul on the street and people walking, driving in their cars with masks on. And again, you read the box and the masks that most people wear, they say it doesn't pre prevent infectious diseases. But they do it anyway. So people are very much afraid. And that's really putting a damper on business in a lot of ways. And now in New York, the new boy playing mayor, another, another member of the gang, the political parties, the crime syndicate. We got... The boy left over there, what was his name? Warren Wilhelm Jr. de Blasio. He's going to run for governor. And now we got Adams in there. Ah, yeah, whoa. And what did Adams do? Well, Adams has now kept the unconstitutional 
regulation of forcing private businesses in New York to have their employees vaccinated. Following weeks of silence, Mayor-elect Eric Adams vowed to keep New York City's vaccine mandate for private sector employees in place. Our focus is vaccine and testing, vaccine and testing, vaccine and testing. All right, I heard you the first time. No, no, I'm the mayor. Two more times. Vaccine and testing, vaccine. Hey, take that vaccine and shove it. Oh, what test are you talking about? You mean the, the PCR test that a BS like you? How many people are getting vaccinated and getting the virus? Oh, yeah, but if I wasn't vaccinated, I would have died. Hey, wait a minute. It's supposed to have a 96% efficacy rate. My dear cousin, she got vaccinated. Families, the doctors, all, most of them are sick with the virus again. Oh, yeah, but they would have died. I didn't get the vaccination. I've had rallies. I've been around thousands of people. You know, knock on wood, I haven't gotten it. Can I get it? Yeah. Will it kill me? I don't think so. Every year I used to get sick. I got a cold, a flu, sore throats. But now you get it, you think you're going to die. And again, the 96% efficacy rate of Pfizer, that's Pfizer. And who's on the board of directors of Pfizer? Oh, a guy by the name of Scott Gottlieb. Oh, that was the head of the Food and Drug Administration in the United States. Oh, him. And now they're bringing in this other clown. Robert Califf, Dr. Robert Califf, doctor. Hey, Bobby. Oh, I'm a doctor. You have to call me doctor. Oh, call me trends then. Trends, Salenti? Doctor. They, they use these words so you could be subservient to them. Dr. Robert Califf, or is it Crapif? President Biden's pick to lead the U.S. Food and Drug Administration made millions as a consultant for more than a dozen pharmaceutical corporations and holds millions more in big pharma investments. This is from Children's Health Defense, RFK Jr.'s site. All right. Consultant for more than a dozen pharmaceutical, not pharmaceutical corporations, a consultant for drug dealers. Grow up. And again, get vaccinated, get vaccinated, get vaccinated. Testing, testing. Almost every cruise ship reports COVID-19 cases abroad, despite, despite precautions. Almost every cruise ship operating in U.S. waters reported recent COVID-19 cases among passengers or crew, despite extensive precautions to guard against the spread of the virus, including vaccinations, testing, and face covering requirements. 
Now, this is from USA Today, not a conspiracy theory. Why are you getting vaccinated if you're getting the virus? Oh, yeah, but if I didn't get vaccinated, I would have died. No, no, save it, Jack and Jill, because they told you there was going to be 96% efficacy rate, which means you wouldn't have got the virus at all. Oh, yeah, but the Omicron. No, 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 it's not the Omicron. The Omicron, you know, they say is uh, not that very deadly. And by the way, 61% of teenagers hospitalized for COVID-19 had severe obesity. That's according to the Census of Disease Control and Prevention. Yep. About 600 Americans under the age of 18 have died. 600. 600 have died of people under 18 years old. Not much of a number, is it? Let's see. How many Americans are under the age of 18? Let's see. Ah! Under eight, oh, 73.1 million people. Just Googled it up. Or 22.1% of the U.S. population. And you're telling me 600 died out of 73 million in the course of almost two years? And you're getting them all vaccinated? Oh, and 61% of that 600 were obese. They weren't going to get sick of anything else. No, no, no. Obesity is good for you. And they don't tell you what other comorbidities they had. 73 million people, 600 die, and they're forcing people, young people, to get vaccinated. Isn't that something? The study found that most young people who have suffered severe COVID-19 outcomes had underlying health conditions. The most common, especially for teenagers, was obesity. 61.4%. And there's something. This is what's going on in America. The people are eating crap. And again, they got great products that Gary Null has, you know, that you really consider, you know, tuning into and getting. And again, doing and supporting Progressive Radio Network. You look at the headlines. You look at the headlines, a million cases. Let's look up COVID death rate. In the U.S., boop, pop, COVID death rate U.S., and this is uh, New York Times' latest update 17 hours ago. 
Okay? We are in January 4th is the last number they have here. 2022. The seven-day average of debts, 1,319 COVID debts. Remember that number, 1,319, January 4th, 2020. Now I'm going to go to January 4th, 2021. Seven-day average, 2,656. That's January 4th, 2021. And what is it now? 1,319. So about half. Okay? Half. Then you go to Drudge Report, and what they have here is COVID, COVID deaths as of yesterday, the number I gave, to, but do you know what they have for January 4th, 2021, 2000? They have no, the deaths they had for yesterday, the average, you see what they're doing is they're putting the deaths and not the average, yep. 2,366. They don't do the average, so they make it sound like it's the same. It's half. It's half the average rate of a seven-day. But yet the fear is spreading. And we're losing our constitutional rights. And tonight, tune in to Gerald Salenti... And another interview with Judge Andrew Napolitano on the loss of our constitutional rights. And this guy, there is nobody like him. There is no authority. This guy's a Supreme Court judge in Jersey. That of the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, Declaration of Independence, than Judge Andrew Napolitano. And his article is called The Terrifying Lessons of COVID-19. And about how this is the greatest robbery of our constitutional rights in like 100 years. And he goes back 100 years ago because that's when the robbing of our rights really began under Rose Teddy Roosevelt and, and Woodrow Wilson with the wars, the central banks, and other issues that he, he illustrates here. He ends it his piece by saying, let's get this straight. The executive branch of the federal government and of nearly all states has told Americans how to live, dress, work, travel, attend church, run their businesses, and control their bodies in defiance of the Constitution. And the people, yearning more for a false sense of security then the reality of freedom bowed down and said yes. Bowed down, bent over, and said yes. Tune in tonight. Of all the interviews I've done with the judge, this is one of the most important. 
Our constitutional rights have been robbed from us. This guy, Andrews, you know, uh, Adams, rather, like one after another, telling us what to do. Our focus is vaccine and testing, vaccine and testing, vaccine and testing. Hey, did you ever hear the word public servant? That the governed govern? That you work for us? The private sector employer mandate will stay in effect in the new year with a focus on compliance. Dr. Chosky, Mr. de Blasio's health commissioner, health commissioner, health commissioner. I am the commissioner. Screw you, commissioner. You're stealing my money. I got to pay you. The, oh, that, that clown de Blasio created like 25,000 jobs. It's a gang. Vaccines remain the way to get out of the pandemic. Dr. Ja, who's the dean of Brown University School of Public Health, and asking employers, private and public, to make sure their employees are vaccinated, which creates a much safer working environment, I think is essential. I think you're full of crap. How about all the people that are vaccinated, dumbbell? Oh, excuse me. Oh, excuse me. You're, you're, the, you're the, uh, the, 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 the dean. The dean. Dean. I'm the dean. Hey, idiot. They're closing down all the cruise ships. They're not let, telling people don't go on them. Oh, oh, and the CDC just came out with a whole new list of places not to go. Yeah, because of, because of COVID. Oh, oh the, the, the category four places, whatever they call them, you know? Yeah. Oh, and Portugal, Ireland. Oh, Portugal, isn't that one of the most vaccinated countries in the, on the planet? Oh, yeah. Oh, and the people are still getting the virus? Yeah. Yeah, but they would have died if they didn't get the vaccine. They would have died. Oh, now they're just sick. Yeah, they're sick in the head. Calm down, Salente. Don't be angry. Be compliant. As Judge Napolitano says in his closing remarks, let's get this straight. The executive branch of the federal government and of nearly all states has told Americans how to live, dress, work, travel, attend church, run their businesses, and control their bodies in defiance of the Constitution, and the people yearning more for a false sense of security than reality of freedom, bowed down and said, yes. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Yes, yes, yes. I'm in compliance. You're the commissioner. You're the dean. You're the doctor. Oh, you're the mayor. 
I'm the governor. Hulkleberry, one nut after another. And I want to bring back the name of the Tappan Zee Bridge. Get Cuomo's name off there. Get it off. Bring it back to the Tappan Zee Bridge. I named it after my daddy. I named it after my daddy. Yeah. Daddy's boy. Born on third base and thought he had a home run. Uh, We're going to take a break now. We'll be back soon. Stay tuned. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Progressive Radio Network. So, if you have any questions, answers, etc., feel free to call at 888-874-4888. So, some other um, breaking kind of news that breaks your heart. Over there in uh, France, another little, another little jerk off over there in France, Katson Macron, another little daddy's boy or maybe a daddy's girl, I'm not sure, Rothschild, that's right, comes for the Rothschild gang before the, becoming mayor, uh, governor, governor, president <laughs> of the joint. He um, telling everybody that they must get vaccinated. This is his quote. Now, I won't use the word because I don't want to get Progressive Radio Network in trouble. The unvaccinated, I really want to, the word begins with a P, has an I in it and two S's. I really want to pee them off. And so we will continue to do so to the bitter end. That's the strategy. When my freedom comes to threaten that of other people, I become irresponsible. An irresponsible person is no longer a citizen. I won't send unvaccinated people to prison. So we need to tell them from 15 January, you will no longer be able to go to restaurant. Heil Merkel, you will no longer, no Merkel, Merkel, Macron, Greenberg, Iceberg, what's the difference? You will no longer be able to go for coffee. You will no longer be able to go to the theater. You will no longer be able to go to the cinema. All right. It's global. Look at this little jerk telling people what to do. Then you got that other daddy's boy, or is it a daddy's girl? Premier, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. Yeah, Justin nothing, another nothing. If daddy wasn't before you and got you there. True dope. We're going to end the pandemic by proceeding with the vaccination, said Trudeau. We all know people who are deciding whether or not they are willing to get the vaccination. 
and we will do our very best to try to convince them. However, there is still part of the population that is fiercely against it. How dare you? How dare you be fiercely against it? I am, I am little Justin Trudeau. They don't believe in science progress. No, no, I don't believe the crap spewing out of the mouth of some clown. And are very often, you ready? Misogynist and racist. Oh, I thought you had to be a Trump supporter not to get a vaccination. Oh, no, but you have to be misogynist also and a racist. Can you imagine that? Of course you can. It's a freak show. The freaks are running the show. And as Judge Napolitano said, the people just obey. At the end of empires, it's the weak leading the weak. Hey, Dan from Oregon, how are you? I'm doing great, Gerald. How are you? I know, I know the answer. I'm heartbroken right. that I think this right. is one big scam. Do you hear me? Yep. Oh, great. Oh, first of all, I want to thank you so much for your energy, your passion, your love for freedom. Thank you so much. It inspires me to the tilt. Hopefully, and I believe it is definitely inspiring a lot of people. I have a little speech from Martin Luther King I'd like to, uh, to uh, speak, if it's fine with you. Oh, let's hear um, it. Okay, I could give you a little... A little story how I got it. I went to uh, the uh, Central Park and to rally against uh, South Africa, the apartheid. And when I was there, I was given this pamphlet. And on the front was a picture of Desmond Tutu, and he had his hands, like, in a prayer. And it said, a call to conscience. And on the back of this pamphlet, this is speech by Martin Luther King. Here it is. We are now faced with the fact that tomorrow is today. We are now faced with the fierce urgency of now. In the unfolding conundrum of life and history, there is such a thing as being too late. Procrastination is still the thief of time. We must move past indecision to action. Now let us begin. Now let us rededicate ourselves to the long and better but beautiful struggle for a new world. This is the calling of the children of God, and our brothers and sisters wait eagerly for our response. Shall we say the odds are too great? Shall we tell them the struggle is too hard? Or will there be another message of loving, longing, of hope, of solidarity, with their commitment to their cause, whatever the cost. The choice is ours, and we must choose in this crucial moment of our history. And I think this sums it up, where we're at and what we need to do. And there are many options. There are many people in this world that can inspire us who are passed on, and then more importantly are living now, to give us fuel to fight for our freedoms. And if we don't do it, we will lose them. Uh, I also suggest that people have plan A, B, and C. For me personally, 
I made the commitment to get rid of all my stuff. I used to live on the East Coast. I used to live in Warwick. Raised my family, blah, blah, blah. I decided, instead of waiting for people to show up at my door, blah, blah, blah. I made my move, packed up my van, and moved to the West Coast. I live in Bend, Oregon. I've been out here for my third winter. I live on BLM land, Bureau of Land Management, which is free. So maybe I can inspire people to get rid of all their crap and buy a nice van, fill it up with all the goodies that you need to survive, come out here and live for free or wherever, find BLM land it exists, get a job, save your money, live simple, connect to the spirit, and with other people, and there's no way that this fascism and this psychosis will take over because I really do believe that the silent majority or the irate minority will prevail. And thank you for your platform. And I want to tell people to definitely subscribe to the Jen's Journal. I've been a subscriber for since you were doing behind the bar scene. Great, great, great information packed. Totally amazing. And uh, it's worth every penny. And if you can't read, they've got the little thing where you could just listen to it. So there's no excuses. And if there's any anything more than anything that's going to get us through this, this is love for ourselves, love for our fellow brothers and sisters, our elders, and Mother Earth. Thank you, Gerald Salenti. This is Dan oh, thank from Bend, Oregon. I live in my van, and I love it, and I'm debt-free. And I also have a plan B. I'm going to Guatemala. I'm learning Spanish, and I'm going south. And whatever it takes to do it, I will do it. I'm not running away. I'm just got a, I got a plan. Good for you. <laughs> no, I love what you said also about, you know, the, the the things that you love love yourself, and what you what the other ones the the, the elders. What you meant the the other ones you said. Yes, you so important. Our elders are the, or they have so much wisdom. I was blessed with being a friend of a full-blooded, root Native American Indian whose name is Charlie Tom Redhawk. That's how I got out here. He did sweat lodge ceremonies. I don't know if you're familiar with that, but it's a spiritual process where you can cleanse your body, mind, and spirit and really connect to people, earth, and everything. He inspired me to come out here. And I went out here. I've been coming out. I went out here before I moved out here. I've been coming out for 14 years in a row. And then after my wow. commitment to my children, I came out here. And I really believe, like Charlie Tom Redhawk, these people, these, uh, this, is, this guy was the real deal, medicine man. These are the people we need to hold up and revere and respect and draw our lessons from, such as yourself, Gerald. Thank you so much for your wisdom. No, thank you. You know, when I was a kid, <laughs> about like, I was about 18 years old, 17 years old, and <clears throat> I was sitting down having dinner, and I'm sitting next to my father, may he rest in peace, and he looks at me and he said, you know, son, <clears throat> they say that youth is wasted on the young. And then he took a couple of more bites of food and he looked at me and he said, they were talking about you. <laughs> and, and that's what it is, you know. When you're young, you don't know anything. Uh, and, you and then know. again, you know, when I, uh, I go out with different women, you know, uh, uh, and I, Years ago, I'd I, tell I, them, how, how are your children? Oh, my daughter is so amazing. My son is so special. Oh, what did they split the atom? I mean, what are you talking about? 
You know, this whole, that whole generation of young people, oh, you didn't, if you came in last, you'd win a trophy, you know? And, and that's what's happened. The, the people have built their egos up so big and they only believe in themselves. And, and that's what's really happened. And, and again, you look at, yeah, you know, that, they had that great commercial on Progressive Radio Network about the mainstream media. I mean, look at these little clowns telling us what to do. A Don Lemon. Get out of here. Oh, no, no. Is that another Cooper? Anderson Cooper. Oh, another daddy's boy. Or no, I should say mommy's boy. Uh, the daughter of Gloria Vanderbilt. You know, uh, George Carlin said it. It's one big club and you ain't in it. And that's all this yeah, thing it's is. So true. It's so true. I have a joke for you, Harold. What did the one mouse say to the other mouse about the trials for the uh, vaccine? The other one says, I'm waiting for the human studies to come in. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Anyway, it's sad how we're being played. But the main thing is really to take care, take care of ourselves in a good way and mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally surround ourselves with nature, because I know I find for me, I'm in the middle of the woods over here. I'm like, well, there's the, well, I, I, young trees here. It's beautiful. And I tell you, I, it's, I have so much time to do the things I need to write. I can write. Good for you. Good for you. And again, you know, I, I got a, you know, I'm running a business and I'm working, but my, the place I have, I have in my office over 300 plants. And I take care of all Beautiful. of them. Matter of fact, you Beautiful. know, you subscribe to the Trends Journal. And you go to the YouTube. Um, we, we just put up a Christmas one in the opening, and you could see some of them. You know, so I, I surround myself with beauty as an antidote to what's going on. So thank you very much, Dan, for subscribing to the Trends Journal. Your kind words and your great knowledge. Very, very much appreciative of, of that. Thank you so much. And, and everyone you, listening should really understand what, what Dan is saying and to really consider his, his message. And that is, you better get on your own. You better become able to be self-sufficient. Because when this thing goes down, you're on your own. And as Dan said, you know, he's working here and there, living for not a lot of dough. Again, what is the average cost of a home? What's the average cost of a home? Oh, 300 and around $50,000. I think it's three, $300,000 $300, plus. 353000 that's what it is. A new automobile. A new automobile. You ready? $40,638, according to J.D. Powell. So, again, you know, you better get down to Guatemala because uh, if you listen to the CDC, you won't be able to go there. CDC warns of, of terrorists from popular Caribbean getaway. Oh, this is only Aruba. It's a level four, very high level. 
And they're also saying that the CDC said other level fours, France, Germany, Greece, Ireland, Italy, Netherlands, Spain, Portugal, Switzerland, United Kingdom. Hey, remember they were selling us the line of herd immunity? Now, these countries like Portugal, they got about an 89% vax rate. One, one country after another, they have a really high vax rates. But now you're, they're category four, not to go there. And again, you get the vax, you get, you, get the, you get the jab, and you get sick. Pentagon's Austin has COVID-19. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin tested positive for COVID-19, the Pentagon said, becoming one of the highest-ranking officials in the Biden administration to contact the coronavirus. Highest-ranking official. Official piece of crap. Official. Hey, oh, I forgot, he's the defense secretary. Hey, you guys did a great job in Afghanistan. No, no, Iraq, I like Iraq. Libya, how about Libya? No, what about Syria? Hey, look what we're doing in Yemen. Oh, no, didn't you like the Vietnam War, Salenti? I'm Austin. Lloyd Austin, I'm your defense secretary, stealing our money for the military-industrial complex. Yeah, seven hundred and seventy-eight billion bucks. The Democrats and Repulsivekins, all of you people that believe in the system, voted for. Beverly from Brooklyn. Hello there, Beverly. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay, Jerro. Happy New Year to you. I just am disappointed in us. I mean us that know the truth. Us that I listen to on the radio that contributes to the lie inadvertently and seemingly unconsciously. And what I mean by that is I listen to PRN from morning to night. Several of us do. And we are so dismayed that even you guys who know better, you and Gary, that no, a virus cannot exist outside the body. It's not even possible. First of all, it's a non-entity. It's in the exons, which means it's just a mechanism that causes the white T-cells to alert the immune system to go to work. I don't make this up. This is scientifically been proven and medically proven forever. And yet, we have to listen to you day after day after day to calling it a virus, which contributes to the lie. And it also contributes to the lie that a virus is contagious, which is impossible because it cannot and does not exist outside the body. And then you have this word, the vaccination. We know there's not a vaccination. I've heard you say it. I've heard Gary say it. I've heard tons of other people say that they, it's not a vaccination. It's a gene therapy, which You're is right. not legal. It no, is I've, not I've said that many times, a gene therapy. And what you're saying also about the virus and calling it a virus, you're 100% right. 
And but I want to make this really clear. I'm not an expert in the field of this, and you know a lot more than I do on it, but I make it very clear that this is, I, I said vaccination, you know, you just repeat the word, but I know it's a gene therapy inoculation. And we also provide at freedompeacejustice.com vaccine, religious vaccine exemptions. And we make that very clear. So go on, Beverly. For listening, because it's just really, we can't start the new year and continue with the same um, nonsense that we've contributed to by misusing words. The truth shall set us free. That's the only thing that's going to set us free. That and a prayer. You said that you, the way to resolve this is go out in the street and stay there. Go out in the street and I'll join you. There's a dozen of us senior citizens that are ready to hit the street and stay there. Because if that's, we believe your, your historical uh, analogy of what you've been through and what you've done, and it makes total sense. We've seen that in action. But we've got to stop lying. We've got to stop going along to get along using words and things that mean nothing. The truth will set us free and a prayer. We need to go out there and just pray because this is bigger than us. This is a, this is, this is a bad guy. Okay, and we need to understand that only the creator is going to have to step in there and straighten this out because all this attack is against the, the creative forces. They, they, they want to be God. They want to have power. So they're creating. They're not creating anything. They're tampering. And that's a big difference from creating. So what I'm asking you, Joe, is come out into the street. Match your words with your action. And I, we trust that you will do that. Get Gary out there. We'll come out there because they cannot win this. It's just that we just keep offering lies, calling things vaccination. Time you call it vaccination, it intimates that they can. All right. No, I hear you. I, I, I hear you. You're right. And I said it, you know, when I write about it, I always use the word gene therapy inoculation. So I, I hear you. And again, I mentioned the word vaccination. You know, these things come out of your mouth. And I hear what you're saying, too, about, and I'm going to work on that, to get enough people together. But we need to make it very clear. We need to start with at least 5,000 people. And what we do is we decide where we're going to go and we don't leave. We don't make it public, but we just show up there. Today, they're having a rally up in Albany. It will prove nothing. It will make the news maybe, and then it will go away. I was a speaker at one in Central Park earlier, I think it was around September of last year, and... Um, I went to the people that put it on. I said, look, this is wonderful that you're doing this. This is great. I said, but when it's over, it's going to be over. What we really need to do, and I went on to talk about the, how the Berlin Wall came down, and then also, as Dan, who subscribes to the Trends Journal, we've been writing about what happened in India, where they had a farmer's protest because they were passing a law that just was going to destroy the small farmers like they've done in the United States. But anyway, the farmers took to the streets and they didn't leave. And it went on for almost a year. 
They were blocking streets in New Delhi. They were camping out day in, day out, and the people taking care of them, feeding them. They killed several of them, but they didn't quit. And guess what? Modi, the gang leader of, of India, repealed the law. They didn't push it through because the people didn't leave. And that's the only way you're going to win, as I see it. And, and it can be done. So thank you very much, Beverly. You, you're really on target. You know more about this, this gene therapy inoculation than many. And what you told me about the virus, that you, know, you can't, the virus doesn't spread, you know, that, that's great information that I, you know, I didn't. And so thank you very much. And in wrapping up over here, this I was hitting on some of the points about what's going on around the world and what to do. South Africans contracting COVID-19 in the current fourth wave of infections are 80% less likely to be hospitalized. All right. South African Medical Association Chairwoman Angelique Koitsi has called the international reaction to Omicron, quote, a storm in a teacup. She said that with infections now declining in South Africa and the strain allegedly not having caused increases in COVID-19 hospitalizations or deaths, the country is over the curve on Omicron. And then we had... The Centers of Disease Control and Prevention <clears throat> significantly revised downward the estimate of the percentage of new COVID-19 infections in the U.S. caused by the Omicron variant, which they say of the virus. According to agency data, Omicron, or moronic, because that's what it is when you jumble the words, accounted for about 59% of all U.S. infections as of December 25th. But, you ready? Remember, 73%, the number has now been revised downward to 22.5%. Then they go on to write, remember, this is from, this is from The Hill, the Omicron variant is highly transmissible and spreading rapidly, resulting in surges of infections even among people who are vaccinated. New data from the UK indicates that the effectiveness of the five vaccine booster shots in preventing symptomatic COVID-19 as a result of the Omicron variant drops considerably within 10 days of receiving the inoculation. So there you got it. There you got it. The numbers are there. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention identified 89 ships with COVID-19 cases. And these are things, mandatory vaccinations, face masks, testing, and still getting it. And people are still getting the inoculation. 
because we're not going to call it a vaccination, as Beverly notes. So anyway, thank you everyone for tuning in. I very much appreciate it. And we'll be back in two weeks. In the meantime, as I said, do what you can to keep supporting Progressive Radio Network in every way that you can. The future's in your hands. Don't drop it. In the Trends Journal, no magazine like it. All the media is doing talking about what happened last year. Oh, what's going to happen next year? Well, we don't know. Yes, because you don't know how to do trends. Trendsjournal.com. Trendsjournal.com. Read history before it happens. Thank you for tuning in. See you in two weeks.